Good morning and welcome to our God's Word for today devotional. Our text for today is Romans chapter 10, verse 14 to 17. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all believed or obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So it is important to take note that we are only saved or our salvation is only by faith in Christ. But faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ or the gospel. Faith and hearing the gospel is very essential. The greatest thing to happen for us, for anybody who are sinners or who is a sinner, is to be saved. And salvation is by faith alone in Christ. As we learned yesterday, it's simple, available, and easy. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Because if he believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth, he will be saved. And faith comes only upon hearing the gospel. Can anyone, can anyone believe in something he is not aware about? It's a necessity that sinners must hear the gospel. How shall they believe something that they are not aware about? So this process of proclaiming and presenting the gospel to them is very important. So it will start with our knowledge of the gospel. We must be conversant, firstly, about the good news or the gospel. Because we cannot give something if we don't have it. You cannot pump out water from a dry well. If you are not a Christian, you have not Christ, you cannot give something which you don't have. So we must have Christ first, and we have understood the gospel because we have received it ourselves and we know it. So what is the gospel? Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 to 4, that this is the gospel. For I delivered to you an, as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. So in other words, the gospel is about the Lord Jesus Christ, his, his life and his sacrifice and his work. This is about the life and works of Jesus. And we must be very clear to this. The gospel, who is the Lord Jesus Christ himself, is the power of God unto salvation. It's a good news. It's not a suggestion. A good news is a historical fact. In other words, if we read the newspaper today or yesterday, we know that these are the things happening because it is written or printed. And we read it in the newspaper. So it was a historical event that happened in the past. Jesus is a historical figure. And he rose from the dead. And it was also witnessed by a lot of people because it's a true story that Jesus was crucified. He was buried. And three days later, he rose again. And this is the power of salvation unto those who believe. So this must be presented clearly to the unsaved. 
let us be sure then that they hear and understand the gospel clearly. You cannot just say they are a Christian because they step onto the portals of the church or they attended a service or they attended a gathering of Christians. So they must be a Christian because they have attended or they have been listening only to our podcast or video or whatever Christian gatherings they attend. No, they must make a decision and they must know that they are a sinner and must confess of their sins and repent of their sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit is important in working in the hearts of people because people's hearts are blinded so that God can remove the scales from their eyes that blinded them. So only the Holy Spirit can bring conviction and faith unto those who need to believe the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. So this gospel must be preached to them. In other words, we don't wait for them to come to us. We have to go. Let us not wait for them to come to us because the Bible tells us that there is no one that seeks after God. Romans chapter 3 verse 10. So we must go to them where they are and preach the gospel. Let us grab opportunities and create even opportunities that we can present and proclaim the gospel unto them. Paul is saying of sending a gospel proclaimers. It means that if there are no preachers we will send, they will not be able to hear the gospel. That's why here in in, in this particular verses, he said, how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So it does not only involve the mouth, but it involves also the feet. We must go and preach the gospel. And those feet that, that go and preach the gospel to the souls who need to hear the gospel, they are beautiful feet. We must go and preach. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go and preach the gospel unto all nations. And even Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the Lord Jesus Christ said to his apostles, to his disciples, that the Holy Spirit will come and you'll become my witnesses. First in Jerusalem, in Judea, then in Samaria, and unto the ends of the world. That's the plan of God, that the gospel will be preached unto the whole world. Yes, the gospel is simple. Is a good news. It's it's available and not complex because we don't need to do anything about it to add something about it. We need just to receive and believe it. And the Bible tells us that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Truly, if he's really repentant of his sins and truly that he's sincere in believing the Lord Jesus Christ in his heart. Yet, we must be realistic because not all who hear the gospel would believe, as Paul writes here. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? That's what we read in verse 16. Paul was saying here that people have the choice whether to believe or not. In other words, we should neither peddle or coerce or manipulate people in order for them to believe. We must be persuasive 
We must be very clear. We must be, be able to articulate the gospel, that we must understand the gospel. But the conviction that you will be able to see the beauty of the gospel, it's not your work. It's not my work. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. So that's why when we are going to proclaim and preach the gospel to others, we have to be mindful. We have to be prayerful that the Holy Spirit will open the eyes of people so that they will be able to see the light of the gospel in order for them to really believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So that when people will respond that they are going to believe the gospel, the glory does not belong to you and to me. We are just instruments. We are just messengers. It's just like we deliver a letter from, from somebody and this somebody is our king in order to read to people who needs to who need to listen to this message. But and and these people we are going to believe the message of this letter. The glory does not belong to us. We are just messengers. The glory belongs to the king. So let's just be sure that we understand the gospel, that we are effective proclaimers and preachers of the gospel. Let it be that when we share the gospel, people will understand. So our success in sharing the gospel is not that a person will really believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, which we desire, but let's be realistic. Not all will believe. Some will reject the gospel. But let's not put the burden and the blame on ourselves if we have presented the gospel clearly because it's the work of the Holy Spirit to convict them. Let's rest upon the work of God, that God will change hearts, God will open their hearts, God can open their eyes so that they'll be able to believe the gospel and be saved wonderfully. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the truth that the gospel this is made easy and simple and available for everyone, Lord. That this needs to be carried throughout the world, that this needs to be preached to where the people are. And Lord, help us to be faithful. As your children, we have the obligation, Lord, to proclaim the gospel to people who need it. We pray, dear Father, that you open those opportunities, Lord, open their eyes and hearts so that they will know their need of Jesus and will believe on Jesus and be saved wonderfully as you desire, Lord, that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.